0: Hey, family, welcome to A Moment in the Word. Hopefully, there's three things that'll be done here. One, you will hear the Word. Two, you will receive the Word. And three, you will share the Word. Now, let's get to it. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Grace and peace. This is the day that the Lord has made and we're gonna rejoice and be glad in it. How y'all doing this morning? Please forgive me and my tardiness. You know, I um have some things going on this morning and I just kind of got delayed. I did. I got delayed, but you know what? A delay is not a denial. A setback don't mean that we ain't coming up, right? Good morning, Marquita. How are you, honey? <laughs> you know, I like I said, I I was delayed this morning, but delay is not denial. So with that being said, I'm not going to run my mouth much. I'm just going to go ahead and hit it and quit it. Amen. Amen. Welcome to a moment in the word. I am the pastor of DSM Outreach Ministry right here in the city of Detroit, small outreach ministry. And my name is Elder Dana T. Samuel. How's that? So you know exactly who I am and what we're doing here. And every day, Monday through Friday at 730 a.m. or In my case, 745, (laughs) we have a daily Bible study entitled A Moment in the Word. I give you a devotion, you know, give you a little something to get your day started. And so as the last few days, I have been talking about the fact that when we are down to nothing, God is up to something. Amen. Amen. So listen, go get your Bibles. If you don't have it, we're going to start off with the Lord's Prayer, because if you don't know nothing else, you're going to know how to pray. (laughs) (laughs) So as we go, we're going to go over to the book of Matthew, chapter six, starting at verse nine, where we recite the Lord's prayer. Amen. Amen. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come Thy will be done in the earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen and amen you know it's very important that we pray it's it's very important that we pray because when we pray we are talking to God and when we read his word that's when he begins to talk to us and we receive revelation Right. And so, you know, I've been talking about it all for the last several days that when we are down to nothing, God is up to something. And you say, well, where are you going with that elder? Well, you know, because many of us sow seeds in the first part of this year. Right. Many of us sow seeds the first part of this year where we were looking for the hand of God. We were looking for God to move in certain situations or certain things. We were just looking for God. Right. And Now that we're at the end of the year, people are saying, you know what? God didn't forgot about me. God has not forgot about you let me say that again God has not forgot about you God is going to give you the desires of your heart but you got to do something first you got to delight yourself in him you've got to commit yourself to his ways see and that's where we get caught up because we want God to do so many things but we don't want to be obedient we don't want to do the things that God has instructed us to do and so that's where I have been teaching because God's got some testimonies that's getting ready to take place I know it ain't two more two three more days of the year but god don't and god is not bothered by time he is time and god is getting ready to do some things and complete a work in your life before the end of the year that the testimony is going to be here longer than you are i'm trying to tell you god is getting ready to do some things so today i want to talk to my single sisters who's been and even my brothers too that have been talking about the fact that you know what i've been asking god for me Amen. Amen. So we want to set this thing up. So if you have your Bibles, I want you to go over to the book of Isaiah because I've been setting that thing up. That has been my base scripture. Isaiah chapter one, verse 18 through 20. And since Diane is not online with us this morning, we also go go over to the book of Ruth right? We're going to go over to the book of Ruth. We're going to go over to the book of Ruth and we're going to go in Ruth chapter 3, verse 1 through 7. And then we're going to go over to chapter 4, verse 13. And then we're going to go over in Psalms chapter 37, verse 4 and 5. Good morning, Sister Hamilton. I'm glad to see you here with me this morning. And so, therefore, these are the things that we're talking about because, you know, many of us say, well, you know, elder God promised me a husband and I done soul seed and I done fasted and I didn't prayed. I, I I done go out the prayer line. Now that you did do. And it's okay because guess what? I was there with you too. But you know what? I saw a young lady. She wrote a post the other day and that post that post resonated with me in that post. She said, I thank God that he did not give me what I want, but what I deserve. Somebody better catch hold of that. He didn't give me what I wanted, but what I deserve. See, and I can use myself, for example, right? Here was, I was in a relationship. Some of you all know who he is and so forth and on. And I'm not here to bash nobody because I'm not going to talk about nobody. But even though my heart was there and that's what I wanted, that was not what I deserved. God said, you are the apple of his eye. Right. God said you are fearfully, wonderfully made. God said that you are a royal priesthood. You are the daughter of the most high God. Let me start right there. So if you are the king's kid, why would you turn around and accept anything less than a prince or a king? Right. Why would you accept any? I don't care how well it make you feel. That ain't got to do with it because see, God's going to give you somebody not for your present or your current or even your past. God's going to give you somebody that can speak to your future. God knows what he has for you and he wants somebody that's going to be in your life. That's going to be able to sow that seed into your future. He's going to put somebody in your life that is going to be able to support your walk. Where are you going? God has placed businesses in many of you. Do you think that God is going to turn around and place someone in your life that is not business minded or instead put somebody that's going to be jealous of what you have and then they're going to tear it down? That ain't what God's going to do. God's going to put somebody in your life that not only is going to help support your business, they're going to be creative and give you other ideas. They're going to pull some things out of you and plant some things in you. But you've got to be in a position where you are open vessel, where you're able to receive. Think about it. You have been with somebody all these years and all the time that you have been there, you might've been sowing and giving and so forth into their life, but what have they deposited into you? your life? Have they helped support you when you say, Hey, I want to write a book. Did they give you a pen? Hmm? Think about it. When somebody said, Hey, I want, I I got this business and this is what it needs. Did they help you do that? Then you said, well, Hey, I want to get into real estate and I'm buying rental property. Did they help you come put some paint on the walls? See, you got to think about who God is putting in your life and he's want to put somebody in it. that's going to help your creativity. God's not going to put somebody in your life. That's going to take away from what you're doing. God is not going to put somebody in your life that that you cannot be on to create a foundation and build upon it. You know what? I ain't going to keep on talking. I'm just going to turn around and tell you like that young lady said, Thank God for not giving you what you wanted and making room and giving you for what you deserve. You deserve to be respected. You deserve to be treated well. You deserve to be treated like the queen that you are. God said, with love and kindness, have I drawn thee? You need to have somebody that when they see you, they face they face light up. When you turn around and see them, you listen, when you see them come, you smile. Right. You happy. You want somebody to be able to do that. that when they see you, they smile. When you wake up in the morning, they trying to figure out what can they do to make your day better? Because that's what you do. You turn around and sow the same season to them. Hey, whatever it is that I can do to make their day better, to make it easy for them. That's what I'm trying to do, because God has made him the head and you're the neck. You're supposed to be able to support him. You're supposed to be able to balance him right and if they're not smiling and trying to figure out what they can do to help you rather than sitting there like a bump on the log and talking about what they want what they want to do where they want to go and they're not thinking about you and in your dreams that ain't the person for you hey brother what you doing here this morning i'm always happy to see you <laughs> i thought i was gonna have to come down in the neighborhood <laughs> But that's what you want. That's the person that God has put into your life. Don't settle for nothing less. So now, here we are over in Isaiah, chapter 1, starting at verse 18, 19, and 20. Now, because for the sake of time, what did he say over here? As he started over in verse 16, Isaiah gave instruction for God to the people. He said, go, wash yourself clean. Turn away from your evil ways, right? And then in verse 18, he says, listen... Come, let us reason together. Though your sin may be as scarlet, I'm going to make it white as snow. Though your sin... Maybe as crimson, I'm going to make it as lamb's wool. He says, so well, what do you mean by come, let's read reason? That means that, look, you know, you done did some things that was real bold. You know, you were out of pocket. You know that you done did some stuff that was real messed up. And yeah, you guilty of it. You can't turn your head and say, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. God said, I know you did it. You know, you did it. But come on, let's sit down. Let's talk about it. Let's reason together. And when you acknowledge your sin, because remember, First John 1 and 9 says, if you can conf- confess your sin. He is just to forgive you of all your sin and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Well, didn't that cleansing take place when he said, come, let's reason together and though your sin may be as scarlet, I will make it white as snow. That was a cleansing that took place. And that's what happens when we confess our sin. When we come to God in repentance, we confess it. Amen. And then the following verse says this. He says that If thou be willing and obedient, thou shall eat the good of the land. If not, you will be cut down by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. We always want to go to God and ask God for doing something, but we don't want to be obedient. We don't want to put the time in. So for those of you all that's single and you keep saying, I want a husband. Well, I'm going to take you over to the book of Ruth. Come on, let's go there. Right? In the book of Ruth, I'm going to set this thing up. You have Naomi. Naomi was an older woman, and here it was, she had two daughters. She had had her two daughter-in-laws, and all of their husbands, Ruth's husband was dead, and so was her sons. Her sons had gotten killed too. But then all of a sudden, you had Ruth, who told Naomi, listen, where you go, I'm going too. Your people going to be my people. Now, right there was a covenant made between those two, because here it was in that day, Women had to have men to represent them to take care of them. And here was Naomi was old, but her daughter Ruth was young and she could work. And what did she do? She said, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm not going nowhere. I'm going to stay right here with you, Naomi. You are my mother-in-law and you were the mother of my husband. And now he's gone and your husband's gone. All we got is each other. So I'm going to stay right here with you. And don't worry about not having somebody to work these fields to help take and support you. I'm going to work these fields and I'm going to support not just you, but me too as well right? And then there was Boaz. Everybody say, I want a Boaz. And you should. You should want a Boaz rather than that broke ass that you laying up with. Yeah, elder said it, because that's what it is. You know, you talking about, I want Boaz, but you too busy laid up with broke ass. He's sitting around here, ain't got nothing, can't add nothing to your life, and all he doing is taking away. You getting up going to work and he gonna sit at home and play video games. If you getting up going to work, he can't even cook, he can't even cook dinner, pack your lunch, and see you on the way. I'm on. see, I'm gonna start mebbing. I ain't I ain't gonna do that, right? But we're gonna talk about obedience, how obedience is the key. So now if you've got your Bibles, and I know you do, over in the book of Ruth, over in the book of Ruth as we're going, we're going over to Ruth, and we're gonna pick up over here at verse three. Because now we know who Boaz is, but so Naomi gave Ruth some instructions. She told her what to do. Remember, obedience is the key. So what did she say? Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said unto her, "My daughter, shall I not rest well with thee, for that it may be well with thee?" She says, "And now, and now it is not Boaz of our kindred whose maidens thou was." See, you need to know who you are. He says, but behold, he went as barley tonight in the threshing floor. Wash thyself therefore. Hmm. Wash thyself therefore. See, she's giving her instructions. Go on and go take a bath. Wash thyself therefore and anoint thee and put thy raiment upon thee and get down to the floor. But Make not thyself known unto the man until he shall have eaten and drinking. And it shall be when he lies down, thou shalt mark the place where he shall lie. And thou shalt go in and uncover his feet and lay thee down. And he will tell thee what thou shalt do. And she shall say unto her, and thou shalt say unto me, I will do. And she went down to the floor and did according to all that her mother-in-law bade her to do she did everything that she was told to do now see many of you all you all say you want husbands but you won't do the things that Naomi said to do and I'm gonna give it 2021 version she said go and wash thee and anoint thyself and make thyself clean many of you all say you want a husband but you won't wash yourself you won't anoint yourself and you won't make yourself clean now I ain't talking about just about your hygiene your hygiene which is true that may have something to do with it too but I'm talking about the other things he says wash yourself you all say you want a husband but you got bad credit you all say you want a husband but you won't pay your bills on time now you got kids and you want the man to come in and be a husband to you and a father to your kids but now do you want him to be the bank too you want him to be the credit bureau you want him to pay up your past debt no you pay your own bills you getting up, you go to work every day you burn what you want and you want to beg for what you need when do you sit down and you write down what your bills are and you start paying those bills right a man wants a woman that's going to be an asset to his life not a not a liability you supposed to be a help me that means that when god gives him a vision it is your responsibility to be able to support that vision support that dream to get him going to get him on his way right same thing that support when I sit the reverse just a few seconds ago, you get up, go to work where well, he getting up going to work. Have you cleaned the house? Have you cooked dinner? Have you made lunch for him? If the man getting out going to work every day and he around a bunch of men, especially if he's working out somewhere outside in the fields, do you think he want to come home to a nasty house and he just left the nasty environment? Do you think he want to come home to a woman who got a face toe up with a bad attitude? Or better yet, so every time, the more he bring in, the more money he bringing in to keep the bills straight, he's entrusting you to pay the bills. And instead of you bring, paying the bills, you out going shopping. You on the home shopping network. You online and Neiman Marcus trying to get you another pair of shoes because, you know, right now the sale is going on, right? You over there looking at Jimmy Choo saying, well, you know what? Them shoes was $1,000, but now they're down to 400 Let me get them." But then all of a sudden, the light get cut off. All of a sudden he comes home and sit down and turn the TV on and the cable ain't working because you didn't pay the bills over at Neiman Marcus. You the not bought what you wanted rather than taking care of the things that you need. Right. Listen, you've got to put yourself in a position just like Na- just like Naomi instructed Ruth. She told her to position herself at his feet. You all have to put yourself in position as well. You got to put yourself in a position to receive a husband. You got to put yourself in a position to receive a wife. Man of God, you say you want a wife, but yet still you got all these other women running around here. That you can't separate yourself from your past. You walking around here with your old girlfriends, your baby mamas, and all of this stuff that's running around. And every time they show up somewhere, you want to put on your best bib and tucker and you want to impress them. However, where were they at when you needed them? See, they want you want to be that guy in front of them. But what about the woman who has sold the seed into your life? Don't know one of one want to and come into a relationship and you got all these women running around you and she feel like she got to find her place in your life. You say you want you a king, then you need to treat her like a queen because a selfish king can't rule the kingdom. A king is responsible for all his people. Oh, see somebody out and went to Midland, right? No, you got to put yourself in position just like Naomi did. Naomi turned around the told roof. Put yourself in position so that when he gets done eating and drinking, you'll be right there where you're supposed to be. So now let me have her this story up a little bit. So she put herself in position. And so Boaz got drunk that night. Right. Boaz got drunk and then he woke up. And he saw Ruth there, and he said to her, verse 9, Who art thou? And she answered, I am Ruth, thy handmaiden. Spread therefore thy skirt over thy handmaid, for thou shalt art a near kinsman. And he said, Blessed be thou of the Lord, my daughter, for thou hast shown more kindness in the latter end than at the beginning, inasmuch thou hast knowest not young men, wherefore poor or rich. And now, my daughter, fear not, I will do to thee all that thou requires for the city of my people. does not know that thou art a virtuous woman. And now it is true that I am thy near kinsman. Howbeit, there is a kinsman never nearer than I. And so, anyway, he was saying to her, listen, I didn't woke up and found you right here at my feet. And when I woke up, I found out that you didn't take nothing from me. You didn't steal nothing from me. You didn't take my riches. You didn't run my pockets. You didn't do anything, but you here. And so what happened? She came with nothing, but he sent her back home with something. He sent her back with food and things to take back to Ruth so he can make provisions for her and them. Right. See, and that's the other thing about it. You all want to be bothered with these men. But as soon as you meet these men, it's first thing you do, rather than you showing him your character, you showing him your hind parts instead of you showing him what you made of your value system. Then instead, no, I don't want to do that. You want to turn around here to show him that you wanted to do something strange for a piece of change. Let me say something to you, sisters. And I'm going to take my glasses off to get the glare out so you can see me like this. Anytime you meet a brother. And if you got to turn around and unclothe yourself, if you got to turn around here and get your knees dirty. If you got to turn around here and wrinkle up some sheets with him in order for him to see you of a value, that ain't the brother you want. You want to be able to tell him who you are and what you got. And then why you say, oh, because that's boring and that's going to run him away. That's exactly what it's supposed to do. That's the sifting process. You understand? Because when you tell a person who you are, what you about, you are showing your character, your value, your morals, your integrity, right? And once he's realized who you are, he's going to make a decision. He's going to say, I don't, that's too much. I, I won't be bothered with that. Either he going to be intimidated by it and he going to go and run off. Or either he going to say, you know what? I appreciate her because I know when things get tight, I know she got me. Now, I know I done lost some folks. And that ain't probably what you want to hear, but it's truth. Why? Because now that Ruth has listened to her mother-in-law and she did what she was told to do. She turned around and she washed herself. She was, she anointed herself. And same thing with you. You got all that filth off of you from your past. You didn't turn around and clean up your credit. You got your house in order. Now that man of God sees you for who and what you are and what took place over in verse 13. He says, so Boaz took Ruth and she was his wife. See, he married her not for what she did, but for who she was. She was a woman of integrity. And that's the same thing for you. You want the man to marry you, not for what you do, but for who you are. Amen. Amen. Because Isaiah, I'm sorry. Psalms, let's go over the book of Psalms. Psalms 34 brings it all together. Psalms 34 No, I'm sorry. Psalms 37, forgive me. Psalms 37, verse 4 and 5 says this. Delight thyself in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, and trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. You've got instruction. Take care of it and watch God bring it to pass. Amen. Amen. If you don't know Jesus as being your Lord and Savior, let me send you an invitation to get to know him today. Let's help get yourself washed up, cleaned up, and so you can put away your evil doings, So that way you can have those things that God has planned for you. He said that if you be willing and obedient, thou shalt eat the good of the land. If not, you'll be cut down by the sword. Listen, you've been struggling hard enough, don't you think? You've been struggling long enough, don't you think? Things have been rough. Why don't you give it to God? Come on, let's pray. Father God, I thank you for today. Lord, I thank you for each person that's under the sound of my voice. Lord, I thank you dear Lord, that not only are they listening to the word, but they're gonna do the work of the evangelist and they are going to share the word, that this word might be able to bless someone else. Father God, I ask you that each person under the sound of my voice, whatever their need of whatever petitions that they have made none unto you. Father, I extend my hand because you said in your word that if two or more gather together in your name, as in touching and agreeing that you will be in the midst of them. Well, today, oh God, by faith, this is a point of contact. Lord, I'm also asking that as you meet their needs, oh God, Father, I want you to look into their hearts, oh God. Father, purge them of anything that is not like you, oh God, and bring them into the point of restoration fellowship, because you said in your word that no man can go unto the Father except they go by you. And Lord, I'm asking that you go. Make yourself known unto them. You said that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And you said that anybody that is doing things that are inside outside the body is one thing. But those things that are in the body, those sins that are committed with the body, why should we unite Christ, the Holy Spirit? with a harlot. And Father God, I'm asking the Lord, whatever sexual immorality, whatever things that they've got going on, oh God, Lord, I'm asking that you forgive them of their sin, cleanse them of all unrighteousness, come into their hearts, oh God, and be the Lord of their life. Father, we thank you, dear Lord, that repentance brings them unto salvation, and salvation brings them to the redemption, and redemption brings them to restoration. And Father, we just thank you, dear Lord, that you are restoring broken hearts. You are bringing restoration to broken bodies. You are bringing restoration the Lord to finances that have been turned upside down. Father, we thank you that you bring your restoration to broken homes, oh God, and you are uniting families. Oh, Father, we thank you for the work that you're doing today. Father, we know that as we're getting closer to the end of this year, Father, we thank you for your word, oh God, that you have placed into the minds of your believers into the hearts of them, oh God, that it shall not return void, but it shall do that which it is set out to do. Oh, we bless your holy name and we say amen and amen. Alright, y'all. I love you, and there ain't nothing that you can do about it. And I promise you. you Thank you for joining us today in a moment in the word. Again, as I said in the beginning, I hope that there was three things that you took away here. One, that you were able to hear the word, two, that you received the word. And three, that you go and share the word. Remember, right here, we change changing lives one person at a time through the word of God. I love you, and there ain't nothing you can do about it.